Micahs. My little shot had bumped her head And I started been whipping her If I roll up the made back one of us We don't care about the listeners I don't know what the nigga told you But he should've told you I'm killing him I be dragging my jealous And I don't need redemption If a nigga can't put this shit on Gotta get out of premises I just came from the crack in the dawn It's a nigga we struggling Had to put all my young niggas on Ain't no jury we sharing Had to ride the two tones on the same day Cause these niggas been tripping it's it goes back to your fascination with phone games yeah exactly a like it's the next level up from games there's there's also no other there's no good phone games out right now like either you need to have already invested so much time into one like how i play marvel puzzle quest and i'm on day like a thousand two hundred or something and it's just like that's almost like a chore game, which is like, oh, I got to get on and do Marvel Puzzle Quest, blah, 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 and then I'm I'm done. I do my two daily like plays, and I'm good. And then I got Clash of Clans, but Clash of Clans is always like it's that's a waiting game. That's like like that's a that's laundry. It's like yeah. oh, I'm gonna set up all this stuff, and then I have to wait a half hour and like re up my troops. I have to wait for that cannon to stop like being rebuilt and everything. That's like laundry. And Marvel Puzzle Quest is like my chores, but Animal Crossing is like I've I will I played the GameCube one and I've um like looked into this new one. There's like so many like do so many things. And mainly it's just like build an island and like have some like. But it's like uh there's like little things in there that like I really do enjoy. There's the fishing. Then there's like you get a museum sooner or later, and the museum like you just fill it up with shit you find. So it's like I want to have every fish in the entire game (laughs) like i know my main goal is just like have every fish in the fucking game in that museum so it'll and it's and it's like a very relaxing it's not like i have to be zoned in in like like a 2k game or like Warzone or something it's also just such wholesome content exactly yeah it's like it's like if you made a cartoon version of like red dead redemption where it's like yeah. you can do things, but you can also just fish for three hours. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And fuck around. Like, mm-hmm. and you can go to you can go to like other people's like islands, and I feel like I that would be like, here for the content that was like. Did you see the thing that Elijah Wood like uh, came to some girl's island and just hung out for the day? But yeah, just, Elijah Wood was like on her island. There was. I was watching. It was one of the people that review podcasts, and they also do some a little or review movies, and they also like put out a video of all of them in quarantine going to each other's islands and so there's eight people like running around checking out their houses and like you can like basically import your own like images sometimes like they're very like eight eight bit like they look like mario but they're like they're like all voiceover and they're like don't go in that room and it was like eight of them all squished into this house like don't go into that room that's my room and then one of them walked in and it was just like a dark room with lights shining on an egg and they're like what is this and he comes out from another passage he goes i told you not to come in it was very well scripted and was super funny but i was just like dying because i'm like i want to do it like i want like my girlfriend was saying how like she had like a a, an epiphany and a a dream a spirit visit her and she was like in the dream i know i wanted to play animal crossing i was like we both get the switch 
Dude, if we could get a whole gang of people to all play. I know, but there's so many people that would need to get a Switch. The Switch yeah. Lite, I think, is only 200 Yeah. But then the, and then the game is like 50 bucks. So, I mean, you would be dropping, but like that would be... I mean, I, I don't think I would um, get bored with it, but I felt I could see like any of the I other could, people who play video games being like, nah, I'm all set with this. I could see myself spending $250 on it, playing it for a week, and then being like, ah. Or I would buy another... Like, obviously, there's a million other games with yeah. it. There's like, Mar- I would play Mario Kart like, like a motherfucker. Um, can you get like? Do you have to buy a physical game for the Switch? No, you can get it online. <clears throat> okay, because I was gonna say if I had to go to like Walmart and buy physical games, I would. Well, I don't even think do whatever. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know about the physical game. I'm trying to think. I've never seen someone like put a cartridge into the thing into the Switch. Maybe I think it you have to have physical. Yeah, game. I think it has to be online. <clears throat> the future, baby. That makes sense. Uh, speaking of the future, have you seen this like Elon Musk's child? Yeah. Oh game? yeah. I no, where I did it? So I was at work yesterday, and so Starbucks. My manager was like, "I was like, hey, since nobody's allowed to come into our store except for people that work here, can I just like make a playlist for us so that we don't have to listen to shit Starbucks music all the yeah. time?" And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay, deal. So I'll be I made, back in three hours. <laughs> yeah. So I made, it's like, it's a pretty good playlist. I just like, I found a pre-made playlist that was like office jams and they're all like clean. And so mm-hmm. I put that in a new playlist and I just added all my own music, like Beck and the White Stripes oh, and Beastie no Boys worries. and like just fucking all bangers. There you and, go. um, so I've just been jamming that, but so I haven't, I've had to have my phone plugged into the sound system. So yeah, I gotcha. don't, for eight hours, I do not look at my phone. I don't look at Twitter. I don't look at anything. So last night I got home and then I like was on Twitter and all of a sudden it just, all this, all these Elon Musk memes started popping up and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So where did, was there one thing it came from? Uh, so I didn't know exactly my girlfriend, we were on the couch yesterday. Um, it was like on her like lunch break or something. And she goes, uh, she was like, you know, Elon Musk. Uh, yeah. And she was like, well, he just had a kid and he named his kid something crazy. It's X A E meaning like the A and the E are the, that letter that's smushed together. Yeah. It's all like science terms. Yeah. It's X A E A 12. Mm hmm. That's the child's name. That is a human is that, being. Is name. that real? Yes. That's okay. like multiple people like Elon like posted it. And then so he, his girlfriend is Grimes. That like. Yeah. Like music artist, I think is what she is. And she was just like, yes, this is our child's name. And on Twitter 18 hours ago. Yeah. She like broke it down. Didn't yeah, she? Yeah. X, the unknown variable. A.E. My elven spelling of. A, love and or artificial intelligence. A-12, precursor to SR-17, our favorite aircraft. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but nonviolent. <laughs> like, she... So the child is named after math, <laughs> elves, in a fucking plane. I'm honestly so here for it. That's fucking I, incredible. I like it. It's like cringeworthy, but it's far enough outside of like my scope of reality that it's just funny. 
<laughs> so the the top the top comment is you realize this is a human child and not an EP, right? <laughs> oh my god! Or when Elon Musk just replied SR seventy one, but yeah, <laughs> yeah SR seventy one, yeah. Um, also, had, just a real up, there's quick. a picture of him holding it, and it was like that was the name he posted. He goes, "Welcome to like the you know X XAEA12 Musk." Can say that? Do they just call him X? I don't know if there's a pronunciation out yet. Because also Grimes, her Twitter bio is just Elvin Technocracy. I don't know. They're, they're both. Elon Musk is definitely the most normal out of the, the two of them. <laughs> She, maybe the three of them now <laughs> i was just watching weeds um i just started that and one uh, zoe deschanel comes in as like the the brother-in-law's like crazy girlfriend from alaska and she was like speaking in like tongues and like being like super weird like that like like the bug-eyed like we're gonna be together for it like that's grimes like, yeah like i like i like elves and baby skulls and <laughs> techno music and i build i build i carve into little trees little elf homes yeah go into the forest homes. scandinavia very homes yeah yeah i don't know so, I, it was, it was my girlfriend told my me, brain last night yeah my girlfriend told me about it earlier yesterday morning and i was just like um i'm gonna go back to um not thinking about that <laughs> I'm going to return to reality and uh, continue with my day, and then we'll uh, figure this out later. Exactly. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Yeah. Um, um, also, real quick, before we get into like music stuff, I already started recording when we, we yeah. were talking about Animal Crossing. Um, uh, oh, I so I sent you the text. I'm assuming you read my text about uh, the subreddit 5050. Yeah, but I hate that. I hate subreddit 5050 uh okay so no, I, I've, I've seen it before and i like no i know bad memories so i went to the top rated posts of all time and it was mostly good ones because people upvote the good ones and that's oh, okay. how it gets filtered out but there were a couple in there that i was like there was one where it was just like in like afghanistan or something and there's like a car parked there and there's like 15 people. And then all of a sudden the car explodes and yeah, everyone is just dead. Yeah. And then the one that got me was, it was the one I said, it was like uh 50, 50, it was something innocuous. And then like woman with meth infection. And I was like, this can't be that bad. And I opened it and dude, it was a woman and all. So like for people listening, no. it's like her entire armpit, like down to her like breast area was just rotted away and you could see her bones. Yeah. I'm all set. Yeah. All no. Set. And I just, I put my phone down and I went in the kitchen and I made myself a drink and I said, no, no, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. That's one. That like you, you see something and you <laughs> want to either blow your brains out or you try to drink away that memory. Yeah. No. That, so that yeah. Second like, memory. And yeah. then we watched, uh, listen to your heart. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm all set with that shit. Yep. Uh, well, so it started because I was like, maybe I'll find like some little piece of gold in here to send to Jackson for a video. And then I was like, no, 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 I won't. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want that shit. I have, I have a wholesome. Upon, yeah, I stumbled upon a subreddit that's perfect for these videos. They're just weird videos. I love it. Um, so um, welcome back to the Stone Podcast. 
we have um, some music. Duncan, you can spearhead uh, the music that we wanted to talk about because I forgot to listen to any of it. Yep. Uh, I'll take on the stand-up. I have a video for you. And stick around. The end of the podcast. I need to make my list while you're doing a little bit of the talking about the music. You can make your list while I do the stand-up. Top five people we hate. We fucking hate. The preface, also for you and for me, this isn't anyone specific. Like, I don't want you to be like, you know. know, Richard Langell. Yeah, Derek Jeter or whatever. (laughs) Like, these are like archetypes. Yeah, they're types of people. Like, um, I'm trying to think of one that I'm not going to use in a top five, and I I can't. It's like, like not like, we're not going as big as like, we're not going to be like, I hate black people. That's yeah. not going to happen. Um, but we're not going to be like, it's like somewhere in that mid range of like, it's not a whole race, but it's a specific type of people. Yeah. It's, it's a type of person that like anyone listening would go like, Oh yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I've run across those people before. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. Um, I for, already forget what music we're going to talk about. Um, Young Thug and Chris Brown dropped a mixtape. That kind of just really went under the radar. I think partially because it's mostly Chris Brown. And I listened to it. It's very like, man, there are a couple of good songs. Um, But I saw something on Twitter the other day. Someone just like basically was like, we just don't need any more Chris Brown music. Like, I don't like, why is he still making music? He's dated. Yeah. Very much dated. Quit. Let Young Thug make his own music. Don't drag him into this. Um. So it was like, a, there, I, like I said, there are a couple noteworthy songs overall. Not very impressed. Um, go back to punching Rihanna and uh, making Twitter dance videos or whatever you do in your spare time. Chris I Brown. feel like he should just take over TikTok. Like, I feel like that yeah. is his like line of work. He Chris Brown should stick in to just yeah just making dancing videos like he should just be like the godfather of tiktok yeah like 15 second dancing videos stay in your lane chris brown we don't really want to hear you um and then drake dropped his album which from what i've heard is all like it was all either like one-off singles Mm -hmm. that he did with people or it was like cutting room floor stuff yeah from what i've heard it was like he had some of these songs um when ovo radio was like, and he played some samples of some stuff, like not not like completely finished mm-hmm. works, um, but like yeah, he this wasn't like you know he spent hours in the studio. This, this he had this stuff. This album was he was going through some old stuff because he was bored during quarantine, and he happened to pull out like a hard drive of random songs he had recorded, and he was like, oh cool, I'm just gonna finish these and then put them out as an album, and. Hot take of the day. That album was hot fucking garbage. It was terrible. There were the two good one? songs on there. Yeah, two was... good songs. There was the Young Thug and Future one, and then the one with like the British rappers, and the rest D- of it was fucking terrible. D4L wasn't that bad. Was that one of them? That D4L? was Future and Young Thug. Yeah. That one slaps. A, I enjoyed that. A, yeah. Well, I, I like it because it has Future and Young Thug. I'm not here for the Drake part, you know? So, but like the rest of the album was just like. I couldn't even like listen to it, bro. I was like skipping songs. Like uh, it was, I, it just terrible. And like the Drake stands are always going to like be like 
they're just always gonna ride his dick so hard and yeah whatever he puts like, out they're gonna be like oh my god but i'm like this is he's doing the exact same thing in the if, last four songs yeah and then it's also like it's like romantic elevator music i'm like can you yeah. fucking stop like no <laughs> like, one's boning in this elevator train. i am stop going to fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> like yeah no one no one no one's getting jiggy with it from the floors from the from you know, floor one up to their hotel room and floor 13, like, please stop making this music. Yeah. Nobody, nobody needs, that's a, honestly, here's a hot take. We might not even need any more Drake music. Like if Drake just did features from here on out. Became like a think, producer. I feel like he can, anyone would notice or be mad. Like, no. I feel like Drake has a really good sense of musicianship. Like yeah. he can put a song together. We yeah. care less about what he writes. And obviously again, we've, we've count, talked countless times doesn't write everything nope so he can he can totally be like a uh i would say a less cheesier version of dj khaled where he's yeah. just he just brings people on or like a you know the poor man's um what do you call it uh fuck i just lost the he's done things with action and run the jewel and oh uh, that's that. alchemist yeah alchemist he could yeah. be like a poor man's alchemist like yeah makes good beats he's got a really good ear for mixing and editing music but yeah like i'm yeah don't gotta put out any more stuff drake like pinnacle drake for me is like drake on um that fucking travis scott the the entire young folk album with him yes yeah yeah um are you thinking wait what What are you thinking of the future album future Future, that's right yeah that's right but like drake on fucking um what is that fucking song by travis scott that's so popular. Uh, mode. What? Sicko mode. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Um, but I don't need anything more than that out of Drake. Just continue like being a brand and doing whatever you're doing, but just don't make me listen to your music anymore, please. Uh, I don't. Nobody needs it in their life. Um, I don't think there's any other music stuff no we talked we covered a lot last episode on what was coming out and everything um not much changed like again the drake really drake i some like he drops something and then nothing else drops that week like he he must talk with like the rest of like the music world and be like nothing no you're not dropping anything this week like don't don't even think about it um i'm trying to think too um I mean, the only other, this isn't even music news, but like, I've just been making Starbucks playlists. That's like what my whole fucking shit has been lately. I know. And I, like, like I, I love, like, I've been slipping in like little, like, like little Easter egg songs. Like, you know, the Ghana says goodbye song. Yeah. I put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while, it'll come on. I'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or I put like Fur Elise by Beethoven on. So then like every once in a while, like this 30 second, like intense piano clip comes on. Um, I also put, you, do you know the song? I think it's called literally called Oh Yeah by Yellow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on Ferris. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I put that on there. It's just like five minutes of, oh, yeah. I also, can you confirm or deny that, you know, in Hot Rod, you know, the Asian guy that's always like humping? Yeah. Yeah. Is that not the song that he humps to? It may be. I think it I might. haven't seen I haven't seen Hot Rod in a while. I know it's on Netflix, but I like. 
I th- I think that's the song. And in my brain, that's I'm the trying song. to think really hard. It's in Ferris Bueller. I know. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of other things. Uh, but then I've also been like making like a like we have like a clean play today so we like stay after for a while and like clean shit that doesn't get cleaned and so i'm like started making like a uh explicit playlist for us to listen to yeah and just bangers love bangers it after bangers <laughs> um but yeah i don't know not a whole lot yeah well um we can go into um the stand-up i told you um about so um, i watched it you watched it oh, mm-hmm. awesome so last or yeah, it was two days ago maybe jerry seinfeld um my favorite comedian of all time um his show seinfeld is to this day still my favorite television show of all time i can watch it whenever um it's it used to be not as accessible as the office but i still would like be like, okay, I got to make sure that I'm, I stop watching The Office from 7 to 8 on TBS so I can then watch Seinfeld from 7 to 8 on, on TBS. Like I would t- take off Netflix to then put on Seinfeld on, on cable television. He, um, prolific comedian, like literally has done everything everywhere. Um, We've extensively discussed comedians yeah. and cars getting coffee. Exactly. Comedians cars getting coffee. <clears throat> um, he dropped 23 Hours to Kill, which mm. was – uh, when I saw the title, it was, it was like a couple months back. I was like, Oh, I like that. Like 23 hours to kill. He's talked about it before that. Like, Oh, like in uh, other comedians have too. I think Tom Segura was just like, uh, like, Oh, like, you know, I have nothing to do in my day. So I do this for an hour. And then there's a, like the other 23 hours of the day. I'm just like waiting to do it again. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, that's funny. But then the whole, like, uh, beginning two minutes he jumps out of the helicopter and it's very james bond themes i'm like oh that's why he did it 23 hours to kill is like a like a very like a play on old james bond yeah titles and everything you know like the spy who the spy who loves me or yeah like time to die um or no time to die isn't that the new james bond one um so jerry seinfeld has always been not a super like controversial comedian he is very family friendly when he did his show there wasn't that much cussing literally they sometimes wouldn't even say like god damn it he would just say like uh, like damn it or like hell they wouldn't say bitch they wouldn't obviously it was you know 90s cable television they weren't saying fuck or shit but jerry was always a comedian that kind of never swore or never said anything <clears throat> controversial this special i felt like he was just like fuck it he goes i'm old enough i re- i'm like doing outlandish things but for jerry seinfeld outlandish. yeah so i wrote down a bunch of notes in my phone i was watching it jerry doesn't give a shit now with his language uh still very family friendly he says gay bitch and mentally handicapped jeep <laughs> just like just like there are comedians that will say shit like that but they don't usually use it as a punchline like yeah. Tom Segura will say all that shit, but that's not the joke. That's not what people are laughing at. It's like the other part of the joke. Yeah. Jerry's saying it, like calling someone a bitch or calling. I think it was just like, oh, using your phone. And I scroll through my phone like a a, a uh, gay French king. Just mm-hmm. who will I favor? Who will I, <laughs> who will I excommunicate? And it was like the gay part is the joke. How yeah. he says he could have said French king. 
Yeah. But he went gay French king. It's like, yeah. he doesn't give a shit anymore. He doesn't care who he pisses off. Letting it rip. Saying handicapped all the time. Well, uh, so, like, not to get too, like, meta, but I feel like we're sort of reaching a tipping point with PC culture where it's starting to just, like, everyone's like, this is stupid. Like, why are we yeah, all getting so was, mad about this constantly? Exactly. I would say four years ago, people, like, PC cult, like, that was every, PC principal on South Park. I would even like, say, that was two, everything. I would even say two years ago, because I think it was, like, I think the Trump Trump getting elected caused everyone to get a little like they all clenched their buttholes at once. Everyone yeah. on the left, and then I think like two years in, they were like, "All right, yeah. this is exhausting." Exactly. As soon as as soon as this administration started, it was you know the right saying whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. And then the left being like, "Oh, you can't do that PC, yeah, PC PC master race or whatever." Um, and <laughs> that's actually like computers um but yeah i do think we're now kind of weaning off of that you're right i would say yeah two years ago i'd say like four years ago it's kind of when like the height it's been the last year where people are are like really like bashing like anyone who is pc like yeah. it's just like and enough you like, also you're not like watch like like i i probably use tom segura as an example so much in these conversations but like i don't know like his like not this special but his last special not ball but the one before. Yeah, he was like he had a whole bit about the word retard, and it was like very similar to Louis C.K.'s bit about the word faggot. Yeah, in that, like it, he was just talking about how like the whole premise of the joke is just like it, we're yeah. not saying it that way. Like exactly, we don't yeah. mean it that way. So many we're people just have done using that. it to like describe an idea. Like that's dumb. Yeah. One of the best talking off Tom. Sorry, uh, last tangent before I go back to Jay. Him bashing. Louisiana? Oh no, him bashing like whoever it was, it was. It was Louisiana the first time. The first time, and then the second time it was just like, well, Cajuns. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, or, then also I love that he was like, I thought Louisiana was bad, but that was because I had never been to Arkansas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd never been to Arkansas. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was funny. But uh, so yeah, Jerry kind of like yeah, I guess he's like, but he, but the thing is that I was, you know, I enjoyed was. He's kind of let go after legitimately having 50 plus years or maybe 40 plus years of being friendly, friendly, family, family, friendly. And now he's just like, fuck it. And he goes, I'm, I'm kind of done. Um, some of the bits I really, really liked was the buffet bit. It was at the beginning. He's like, he goes, you got to go. You, whenever you're in Vegas, you got to go to the buffet. And he's just like, I hate going to the buffet, not because people are touching other things, but he's like, you just, you wear your emotions on your plate it's like mm-hmm. look, look you got a you got you know three pounds of food on your plate and you go this is what i'm dealing with <laughs> pounds of disgusting greasy food on my plate and it, it was so funny how he was going with it. he's like this yeah the pup tart 10 commandments was really funny yeah where he's just like he goes a pup tart blew our mind in the 60s <laughs> he's, he, he's just like he goes christ came down the mountain with pop tarts, <laughs> the whole bit about it, he was like uh, wherever the fuck the Kellogg's uh, like was, headquarters yeah, was, is. Was he was like, he was like, I want to visit there because I feel like it's the Silicon Valley of breakfast foods. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, and Jerry's a huge like like uh, cereal guy. Yeah, um, a lot of movement in this. Like Jerry yes. was moving all over the place. It was a very physical. He's he, on the. Like, He's on the floor. He's doing this dance. He did this. He did like a proud dance where he gets his leg up really high and goes like this. He did that yeah. like 15 times. Yeah. Um, did a lot no, of voices. He was, 
Yeah. He did a lot of voices too. Where like Jim, I don't know if you've heard Jim Gaffigan before yeah. his stand up. Jim Gaffigan's whole thing is another like family friendly like Christian guy. Never swears. Is he will like talk and like oh a really high pitched whisper evil to Hot like pockets. Yeah. To basically like um that's him being the audience reacting to what Jim Gaffigan's joke is. Jerry did that a little bit. I feel like or he's just play, like he's like all this like conversation between person a and person b and it doesn't matter who it is but like it's relatable it's jim gaffigan is a really interesting person to me because jim gaffigan is like one of the biggest comics in the world he has like fuck you money like yeah who like like he is up there with like jerry as far as like having just like fuck you money like yeah. doesn't get shit but i feel like i don't hear about him that much like his, his now, like, audience is not really us. Yeah, he's turned more into like a super Christian comic. Yeah. Um, he will he and the amazing thing about that he is that funny where he does not need to be gross or no, no. swear or anything. And the other thing is like I don't know. Did you you big actor his, now? That's what it is. He's getting into movies now. Comedians and cars getting coffee with him. Yeah. But, like, he just swears, like, in real life. Like, oh, yeah, he will. He's just a normal human being. Exactly. And then he just shuts it off and goes and performs. Yeah. He's always said he's just, like, he goes, um, I think it was, could have been a Your Mom's House um, episode with him. And he was, like, when I first started out, started out a little later in life. I think he was, like, like almost 30 when he started doing stand-up. And he was, like, I had, like, a really good friend of mine who was already in the stand-up scene and he was just like, Jim, you can either be really funny and swear and, you know, get maybe 60 percent of the entire country going to your shows. Or you can be clean and you can have grandmas coming to your show and you will make so much more money. And he's just like, oh, I want to make money. And he's just like, so I'm not swearing. Me up. <laughs> he goes, I'm not going to talk about, you know, like <clears throat> banging a hooker or whatever, doing blow. He's just like, and so, yeah, he's that's why he's like. Yeah, an all-time one for doing that. No, and like it's just so crazy because like you think about like Kevin Hart, like Sebastian Maniscalco, like all these kind of guys. You like hear you're like, oh, Maniscalco sold out the Garden for mm. like five nights or something, yeah. and then it's just like, when have you ever heard anything about Jim Gaffigan? Like he just goes around like quietly and just like plays stadiums and exactly. just fucking gets so much money. Yeah, he's a badass. Um, some other jokes I liked was he, Jerry's like, I'm in my sixties now. And I learned in your sixties or at that age where you can just say no to anything. He's just like, Oh, like, Hey, can you go take, take out the trash? No, no, not doing that. And he nope. goes, I can't wait till I'm 70. I just won't even respond. <laughs> and then it went into like another bit where he's just like, I'll just give him. Mm, mm, mm. No. Ah. Uh, and ah. then he goes, he goes, uh, in a <laughs> restaurant, did you, enjoy, the waiter comes up, did you enjoy everything? I hate it here. <laughs> oh well, would you like the tip and he's just like um or what did he say oh yeah he's just like oh i'm sorry about that uh here's your bill i'm pressing charges <laughs> he goes i can't he's like I'm, i love saying whatever i want to people um a great one he goes people always told me make a bucket list i just i i made one and then one day i just decided to change the b to an f and let it go <laughs> that's a fucking good that one. was a great one not really so uh crowd looked like they sucked yeah i kept like they kept showing crowd shots in the front row was just like i feel like but, that that happens but he did enjoy it yeah that happens sometimes i feel like with big names like that where 
instead of getting like like Tom and Bert get and like people of their in that echelon, mm. they get like when they're filming, it's like they're diehard fans. Yeah, since yeah, they have and they're doing like they're like, doing theaters, so it's like a smaller venue. And like I feel like that just lends itself really well. But I feel like when you get up to like a Kevin Hart, a Jerry Seinfeld, a Jim Gaffigan, you sometimes get people who are just paying big money to sit in the front row. Exactly. Even though they're not huge fans. Yeah. They just want to be like, I'm sitting front row at Jerry Seinfeld. He does he did seem like he like lo- he, there was one point in the middle he goes, You guys are awesome. And I'm like, yeah. really? I'm like, you guys like the that sure? front row looks like shit. Um, not a lot of tangents. This kind of goes back to a little bit of like Crystalia. Kevin Hart, like they'll go off on tangents and yep. like just think of something funny, yeah, and be like, oh yeah, yeah. and like, Jerry, everything is so pinpoint perfect that they he doesn't need or he doesn't find the room to have there be a tangent. I saw like one little inkling where I was just like, is that is he about to like go off and like almost <laughs> like like, like his, a, there was a, a glint in his eye, yeah, and where he's just like, and then I it think disappeared. He can find like an improvisation thing or he'll just come up with a funny, yeah. but like everything was like so scripted and so perfectly laid out and everything. And, and I also I like, feel like that lends itself to his type of comedy because he is very much, I think. Yeah. He's very much in the like Mitch Hedberg kind of like, I can't even think of who else, I guess maybe like Norm McDonald a bit of like the observational, like these are jokes. Like I am writing a two minute joke yeah. and it's just a bunch of those instead exactly. of like, Bert and Tom. They'll go stories. Yeah. They do. They like tell jokes. It's like Delia a, too. a yeah. 10 minute story. Yeah. So that lends itself a little bit more to being like, oh, yeah. like I thought of something funny. I'm going to see if I can take yeah. this this way. And I know where I'm going to end up still. So like, I feel like I have the the leeway to do this. Yeah. Usually with, with <clears> Seinfeld, <throat> I've seen enough of his stuff where, yeah, he'll have like a theme. Like his first one was, um, was like break or breakfast. And yeah. he talked about some cereal, he talked about the Pop-Tarts. It was all really funny. And then he uh, went into, like, the how old he is and, like, he's got kids and everything. And one of the last ones I loved was him in the movie theater. It was, like, the last bit he had. And he's just, like, just went, took my daughter to this, go see a movie or something. He goes, there's a new thing oh, up yeah. on the screen. It's, like, pick up your trash before you leave. And he's just, <laughs> What? No, not doing that. And he goes, I'm, I paid, you know, $28 for two seats. And then I paid another $14. And he goes, you better believe I'm just, as soon as the movie's over, I'm just opening my hands and walking away. (laughs) He was like, I think part of the bit was like, we have an agreement that you will, you will charge me an exorbitant amount and I will leave my trash in the movie. I will ruin your, (laughs) I will, I will give work to the, the teenager that comes in and sweeps it up. And then I think that launched him into a whole bit about like cup holders. Yeah, the cup holders one was was good and everything. He goes, "We're so lazy that like we need someone to hold my my cup." Can't grab, can't grab. But also, I loved when uh, <laughs> when he did the guy coming out of the lab with the pop tart. Oh yeah, he was like my one of my favorite lines is he was like he was like, and they can't be stale. Because they were never fresh to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I was writing something down. I may have missed that little one. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. One of his all-time favorite jokes uh, that I love, and again, it's a very thematic where there's a bunch of little jokes within like this like category he's put the show in. 
talks about Halloween. And he goes, oh, Superman all the time. You Superman this crappy little, like, Superman mask with the string. I walk to one house, get my candy, walk to another house. Oh, shit, it broke. And, like, he goes, and now I'm breathing out of this little, like, uh, like this little hole in the Superman mask. Like, <laughs> it's cutting my eyeballs all around. And I can't say anything. Yeah, and I get to the last house. Yeah, just give me the candy and shut up. <laughs> He's got like oh. a whole bit on Halloween and how he loved Halloween as a little <coughs> kid, um, and how he like has so much disdain for it after like the how that party like the the whole holiday's over and everything. It's like all time bet one of the best Jerry Seinfeld bits. He also movie. he's so good at like not even like some of the things he says aren't jokes, but they're just so spot on. Like he was like in his Pop Tart bit, he was like, "And why are there two in the packaging? Yeah. Because there's two slots in the toaster." And one is too little, and three is too many. And that just, it's not really funny, but, like, that is exactly correct. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, you you go, like, oh, my God. Like, no one thought about that. No. Like, no one no one has made that like, connection. That thought has existed somewhere in my subconscious, but it's yeah. never actually been formed into a thought. And then Jerry was, like, hey, guess what I found in your brain? Then, oh, it was, it wasn't, again, it wasn't super funny, but I, or it wasn't, I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but he goes, uh, so, uh, we have all these phones and everything. And he's just like, when did we get text? <laughs> he was like, do you remember, do you, any of you remember getting text? It, uh, like, I remember before it, I remember it now, but like, did, was there a commercial? <laughs> that was the funniest. He goes, I did, I missed the commercial for text. <laughs> like, I want to talk to, you know, your aunt that you haven't seen in three years. How about text? Like, <laughs> I was just like, that is like, again, yeah, it's just like, when did we get it? And I'm like thinking back and I'm like, I, I remember text. Yes. Like, again, he's obviously a lot older, but like, I can only imagine anyone who's, who was around when there was no text and when there is text now, they'd be like, yeah, like I don't remember. It was just, we just bought a phone and had texting on it and I knew how to do it. It just, it just happened. Yeah. I do have to say, sometimes I was talking to my dad about this. Jerry can be a little bit hit or miss for me with his stand-up. Yes. In that, sometimes in that like, not I, necessarily that he's like, I'm like, this sucks. I'm just like, I'm not really in this mood right now. And like, I can still appreciate that these are good jokes, but I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, it wasn't <clears throat> belly laughs through the yeah. entire stand-up. And it kind of hasn't been. Seinfeld has always been the, the show which made me fall in love with, with how he does stand up and everything is just, it's obviously again, like little weird, funny observational things. And it's the characters being like put in these crazy, it's very like situ. Like I feel like yeah. Jerry Seinfeld perfected situational comedy where no one has to say anything. It was just the writers leading up to this series of an events where, you know, uh, George and Jerry don't see each other <clears throat> the entire episode at the very end. They're both like, you know, like in the same scene both like you know in a stupid situation together that writing jerry seinfeld and larry david too has always been amazing at his like again you don't need a written down joke or like a line of dialogue that is funny like they will get make a situation that is funny that's so two things first of all i realized when i was watching last night that <clears throat> jerry's comedy is very much you have to sort of use your imagination a little bit more where like you have to put yourself in the situation he's talking about. Exactly. And then it's like really funny. And sometimes I just don't want to do that. And he's, also my dad yeah. made a really interesting point that 
when he was coming up as a stand-up and when Seinfeld blew up, <clears throat> comedy existed in, like, Tonight Show spots. Yeah, yeah. So it, he's, like, he grew up and, like, came up with comedy being, like, five-minute bits on TV. Mm. And so I think that sort of, like, not is, like, a detriment, but I think he just has a different style of comedy for, like, the new Netflix special age than, like, a Bert or a Tom. Yeah. I, when you like say like, yeah, there's not much like you gotta, you gotta use your imagination. Uh, it's cause he doesn't have setups like Tom yeah. and like, he doesn't have this big long story. He just, he'll just say, do you remember you, do you remember when pop tarts came out? Yeah. And then yeah. you all have to go, oh, the entire audience and listeners have to go, okay, like, let me think about like the first time I had pop tarts and everything and how I, and he'll have his jokes about him reacting to it or how he thinks like this like, hyper hyperbolic, like it's the 10 commandments coming down the mountain and everything of pup. Yeah. Um, and yeah, going back, like Seinfeld came out in 89 and before that comedy on a, on a sitcom <clears throat> was you had a funny character like mm -hmm. Urkel and yeah. everyone laughed when he said his catchphrase. Yeah. That was comedy before like this really before Seinfeld, before friends, but it was just like, like, you know, Marv, Marv would come into the Cheers bar and everyone would be like, hey, Marv. And the audience would go, oh, my God, they said the thing. It was very like, yeah. like was, gorilla ape humor. Yeah, that, and you're right. <clears throat> and then it was late night talk shows where real comics like uh, Mel yes. Brooks and Jerry Seinfeld or Richard Pryor were getting their five-minute bits. That was hysterical. And also like, like uh, a David Letterman was excelling at like bringing comedy to like a new form. And then they were also doing stand up within that. And it was just like, it was very different. Yeah. That got very meta. We, we get oh, I love that. very I love meta that. about comedy. I love, cause I'll, cause we listen to those podcasts, like the, the yeah. two bears or like the Chris, he will break the Jerry Seinfeld has his last special on Netflix. It was actually a lot of it was um, it was a little bit longer than an hour because they would go to like his childhood home and he would talk about yes. how he writes jokes. Yep. And I'm like, I never really pictured like, yeah, Jerry just like he said before, he goes, I don't do setup. He's like my setup. He goes, if you do too much setup, you're taking away from the, the joke. He goes, sometimes you have a punchline that isn't worth that entire setup. He goes, so either work harder at a punchline or work smarter at not having to, you know, develop this entire big thing. It goes a lot of his observation because everyone's observed it. Yeah. The, and like, that's also like the old people where at 70, they just don't say anything when they're, they want to do like when they don't want to do something, everyone has someone in their life that yeah. has, is like that. So it's just, yeah. like, Oh, it's easy to picture. Yeah. Um, and like where Tom and Bert and like Chris D'Elia excel is like, they figured out how to do long setups to a good punchline, but to also make the setups funny. Yeah. Like the situations they get in, like Tom, one of my favorite Tom Zagura things is when he, uh, I don't know if it's in any of his special, maybe like on a YouTube video, but he's talking about how he, um, OD'd on. Yep. Yep. Like that, like bathroom it's, tub this, it's, this is not happening. He OD'd on GHB, which is, um, yeah. uh, rape, basically. Yeah. Date rape drug. And so he like it was it's entire setup where he's talking about when, how he first started doing it. And then it goes to like how he knows the guy and how much GHB you should be taking and yep. like this whole thing. And every little part was so funny because it's building up to this stupid thing. And it's just like heroin. And he's like writing it because he's got like tubes down. And it's like, what did you take heroin? And they're like, they're like, what? And he goes, JK. 
Like <laughs> that's supposed to be like this big punchline, but there are so many other little like just funny things like where I'm assuming that actually happened to Tom and he's like yeah. making the way no. his language, he's making jest out of all this so shit. So they've discussed that particular show uh, at length, I think on Two Bears, One Cave, but I'm not 100% sure. But so that show was originally hosted by Ari Shafir when yeah. it was like in its infancy. It's now hosted by Roy Wood Jr., I believe. And okay. it's, the title of the show is This Is Not Happening. And the yeah. whole premise is that basically you get a like it's like an actual comedy show. Yeah, yeah. That people can buy tickets to. I think it's the, Comedy Central does it. Like it's yeah. tag. But well. the, the whole premise was that comics would go and they'd tell a story that they had never told on stage before and they were supposed to just improvise <laughs> and so like people like tom and bert and like good comics were actually going and just like telling a funny story that they exactly, never told yeah. before and just trying to like make it work but they were like basically not complaining but they were kind of like shitting on they were like certain people were like doing bits that they had like yeah, on yeah, yeah. Thing. and they were like that's bullshit like that's not what this was intended to be I've seen other ones and I'm like, wow, that's really funny. But that seems like it's a bit like it yeah. seems like there is like a couple things in there that probably didn't happen to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, also, like, who's to say that all of Tom's story is completely true. Yeah. But like, you can tell that he was just winging it. Like yeah, he goes off on he goes off on tangents. Was, he, he breaks. He like laughs because he's just like he's actually like, <laughs> thinking about, like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I'm remembering this story and trying to tell it. And it's like he himself is like laughing at it. So it makes it look genuine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of tangents, tangents on tangents with Jerry Seinfeld thing. It's really good. 23 hours to kill Jerry Seinfeld. Go watch it. Watch everything that Jerry Seinfeld does. He's a beautiful, beautiful, rich man. Uh, yeah. You want to get into videos? I'm down. So I'll send you it. You most likely will have to mute yourself. Uh, watch it and send me yours so we can. And then we'll convene afterwards after okay. we watch them. You can probably put in a little <clears throat> a little thing in there. Um, I will say when I send it to you, just go to uh, six minutes and nine seconds. Okay. Um, mine is about four minutes long, and I want you to watch the whole thing. Okay. We can definitely, like, this will be, like, edited music. Yeah. Little. I'm just going to put the Jeopardy theme song in here. Perfect. Where the f Oh. <laughs> What? Oh, no. ah, stop it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you send it to me? Uh, yeah, I just sent it. Okay. I had to find the link real quick. Like, again, six minutes and nine seconds. <laughs> Did you watch all of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And I, it's from 2011. What a oh, roller coaster. God. Yeah, that was fucking funny. I watched it in bed today and I was like, ha 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 ha. found it. Oh my God. So mine was called uh, Hot Cross Buns. 
that Duncan gave to me. And, uh, and the great thing, it starts off with some people playing recorders and they're playing hot cross buns. And I, you, you learn throughout the whole music, the whole video that hot cross buns and three blind mice are the exact same song. (laughs) And I learned that today. Um, which is great. Then they give you the title Hot Cross Buns, and it says based off the satanic nursery rhyme Hot Cross Buns. <laughs> and then they have a satanic logo, but yeah. instead of lines, it's the recorders. It's, the recorders. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a whole, it's a journey where a man, uh, like, I guess, just he hates Hot Cross Buns because it brings out demons, and he's with this woman, his wife, and she's just like... Uh, he goes, oh, I, we gave our daughter recorders, and she's learning three blind mice. And he goes, that's not three blind mice. That's hot crust buns. And he runs in there, and she has, like, X's, and she's all, like, deviled out and everything. And she starts, like, going – she's singing it or doing the recorder, and he goes, three blind mice. And she, like – her the demon goes away, but then she goes back into it. So he has to go into her brain or something <laughs> or, like, another realm. And there's a red-faced baby. Or, no, one of my favorite parts is the – Good quote where she's she starts singing back like after the dad is saying like oh three blind mice he goes yeah three blind mice <laughs> there's a red faced baby when they go into this weird dimension and he goes oh and runs away from it that's it like that was, that's that, the red faced character baby. the character development of that red faced baby is minimal at best <laughs> then it's like everything it, it the uh, they meet, he meets the three blind mice, but everything in the whole is the hot cross buns. That's three blind mice music. There's a part where he goes to face the last demon and he gets like teleported away and this sound comes out and it's three blind mice. It's blah, blah, blah. And so it's just deeper and more octaves. It's so weird. He shoots the demon's head off after the mm-hmm. demon goes inside his head. The guy gets head, arrested. It gets arrested in his mind. And then he shoots the demon's head off and I actually also, I also love that it's like such a short animated video that the character development of the wife is, hi, I'm a Korean police officer. Yes, yes. <laughs> I am Korean. Yeah, I'm your Korean police officer wife. And he's like, yes, you are. And then she arrests him in the, de- in the demon in his the husband's brain. And then he shoots the <laughs> demon's head off. I laughed so hard. I just went, boop. And then he comes back to and she's like, what happened to my daughter? And he's like, their daughter is just dropped dead. And he goes, oh, yeah, the demon was linked to it. And then he turns and goes, hot cross bun. And it was like, it was, it felt like super jail. You ever seen yeah. super jail? No. That was what it was. It was just like, like a cartoon on acid. It felt yeah. like that also could have been like intergalactic cable on Rick and Morty. Yes. 100%. Galactic cable bit. Yep. Um, that was my weird. video was beef boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was a little lost at first because, I mean, like, I started at six minutes. So, like, I was like, what's going on? And then it just progressively got stranger. (laughs) And it's like... So this is a a YouTube channel that um, they... I think they play video games. uh, But I found it because my my brother sent it to me. They are on VR chat, which is a game. Yeah. so all those characters are other people with VR headsets and the hand controllers all like running around an environment talking to each other. Yeah. And I wanted you to play it at 6.09 because the dude with the weird nasally squeaky voice is friends with the beef boy. Yeah. And then that's that Yu-Gi-Oh character is a complete stranger. 
and they start picking on him. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna report me? Well, I invented P. Or he's like just going he's off. Like, I know, game. I know the guy that made the game. Yeah, I like, I know. He goes, oh yeah, good luck, idiot. <laughs> it's just like stupidity. And then, like, it's so funny because it's like that type of video game is such a strange world where it's like. Like, some people are being genuine, and some people are, like, playing a character. And then, like, you can't tell which is which, so it's just pandemonium. I, and yeah. my favorite thing was Beef Boy would go over to people, and he'd just put the, his hands on, on them. Oh. <laughs> or, like, when the huge Rip dude came in, and he was just like, ooh, this boy's thick. And he just <laughs> had his hands around his waist. <laughs> it's so weird, because you get so, like, it... Obviously, it's like we're seeing it from like how like a normal computer screen. But like um, I always imagine when I watch that video that it's he's like literally he's oh, oh, basically other than touch, every sense he has is he is just inside of a dude's like abs, like right there. He's like touching in fauna. And then I can imagine he's touches to other people and he grabs their head. Which is where they're in like imagine just like a guy made out of beef grabbing other people and I would freak the fuck out. And then also they're like <laughs> they're just all standing around like a table and he's like I made that globe. Yeah. And everyone's like I don't care and then like I, right at the end before I stopped it, uh, like a police officer sits down and just points his gun at the globe and the guy's like no no don't you touch the globe. <laughs> I think he, there's a little later, the cop comes again and he goes, all right, let me see this, what's in this globe. And he pulls out a donut and goes, and then he pulls out another one. And it's like his character or something is able to like create donuts in the game and pull it out and eat it. And so everyone crowds on the table goes, hey, stop eating donuts out of that globe. Stop doing that. And it's like the entire chat room is screaming at that cop. Oh, it's bananas. What a strange world. I know. And like, uh, there are people doing that right now. Yeah. To think about that, like people yeah. are like in this VR chat room doing like weird ass shit. It's like to bring it full circle. That is like a like a an alternate reality Animal Crossing. Yeah. They're like it's a just like up Animal Crossing. yeah. They're just like they're, they're just beef boys. Yeah. Just running around. <clears throat> so that and my game, favorite line from that yeah. was. Someone like was like, you don't even have skin. And he goes, well, you don't need skin to have a brain. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have skin. Um, that game, not I don't think that exact channel, but that game is also where that Knuckles, the he- like Knuckles, the hedgehog meme came from. You know, it's like it's a do you know the way? Have, have you ever no seen that? I idea what you're talking about. No, you know the meme like the it's a meme called like do you know the way like all my kids were saying it to me at the beginning of the year and it's like you know knuckles from sonic yeah where it's like the little red thing yeah he's like a squished down version and uh i think i know what you're talking he keeps about running that. around in that vr chat going like do you know the way I'm like <laughs> i'm hold on <laughs> do you know the way <laughs> yeah it's the <laughs> oh my god it's like this. Come on. Yes. Yeah. And he just like, and there's like a hundred of them running around chasing people in VR chat. <laughs> the internet's a beautiful place. Yeah. So um, I guess without further ado, we can uh, wrap this video up with um, this podcast up with our uh, top five people we hate. 
Um, I got, this is a shorter list for me. I got five, but um, I only have four honorable mentions. Um, so again, this is like archetypes of people. Again, what, what we talked about at the beginning, we're not going to be like, I'm not going to be so generic where it's like, hate black people. Not yeah. doing that. And we're not being so specific that it's like, uh, you know, I hate my seventh grade social studies teacher or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I only have six, uh, partially because I was trying to talk and do this. Yeah. Um, and also because all of these are very specific to me working at Starbucks right now. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's people. It's essentially, this is a list of Starbucks customers that I hate. Yeah. No, I have, I have one that's like me, the people like that I encounter yeah. at a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. But more specific and, than that. And I will, I'm sure I will be, uh, I will, some of yours will spark ideas for me. So. Yeah. All right. I can get started then. So, um, <coughs> order, um, this came about when I texted you. We wanted, I wanted to do this list because I was in um, a uh, close to the ocean town um, where we live. I was eating a Lox Deluxe bagel with my girlfriend, and I saw just a, just a gaggle of these types of people walk by, and they took up the entire boardwalk just walking just yeah. like – it is yeah. the hype, hype beast Asians. Yeah. And also to – so I saw them, but then I thought I even hate them more when they are placed in rural Massachusetts. Yes. It's like, like what in the fuck are you doing here? They're like, they're wearing like, obviously just all this is expensive stuff. And like, there's a little bit of like arrogance yes. to them. There's like, a lot of bit of arrogance. Yeah. Where and the other, the other thing is they just ignore societal norms. That's like, what it is. Business. Exactly. That's what it is where they are literally like, they could care less about, like everyone says turn like walk on the right side of the boardwalk and they're like they're they're like interlocked arms like look at us in our supreme t-shirts and they're like like red rover red rover yeah and it's just like it's just it's an eyesore too because they're wearing like all these bright colors and i'm like i don't they they act like everyone's looking at them too and being like oh check it out my like you know my Yeezy Z700s, and I'm like, I don't want to wear those shoes. They don't look comfortable. My my Balenciagas, whatever those shoes are called, like those don't look comfortable. No. Those look like shoes that a Tonka truck action figure would wear. Yes, correct. 100% correct. I am with you all the way there. I think if you were to see those people in like a city setting, I think they would be less annoying. Yeah. That, but when you see them in like a random like like i said getting in up, massachusetts getting on your like t bus in amherst and i'm like get the fuck and out. they're like walking they're taking up the entirety of the sidewalk and you're like hey get the fuck out of the way bro get out of the way exactly so, um my number five is fat parents with fat kids <laughs> <laughs> just the whole family you hate them well like it. you know there's a this is like a deeper thing than that you know when you're in public and you see like the mom like waddling yeah and then like the little kid is just like the fucking bowling ball it's like a seven-year-old bowling ball and it's yeah. just it has never lived with any sort of rules or regulations in its life and it's just screaming and like doing whatever the fuck it wants and it's like mom i want more kool-aid mom can we get donuts and yeah. i'm like hey shut the fuck up i feel like i 
I hate obviously the parents more than I hate the kids because I feel bad for those. I've seen them. I feel bad for those kids because it's like you could have maybe maybe not have maybe you still would have been you know bigger kid, but because genetics or something. But you would be a hundred percent less of an asshole if your parent cared about themselves and cared about you. It's one hundred percent not the kid's fault at all. Like exactly. Par- yeah. It's one hundred and those people. This is gonna be a hot take. Those people should just be exterminated. I think we there's should just also exterminate indignance. those people. There's indignance with those people yeah. too. Yeah. Not arrogance, but there's just like obliviousness. Like, oh, yeah. Whatever. Oh, what is what is Trader Joe's? Like, <laughs> who fucking cares? Oh, it's the place where you can get healthy food, you dumbass. <laughs> For like a very reasonable price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next one is uh, again very recent in my life, and uh, I'm again picking on a race. Uh, non-English speakers, specifically when they're lost in a grocery store. <laughs> There's something about a just a oblivious abuela <laughs> in a market basket where she, they just walk in and they're they're like, they're like, <coughs> they're like what came from? Oh, and they're like, have you ever been in a store before? <laughs> I know you, I know you came from, let's say, Puerto Rico. I know you came from, they got stores in Puerto Rico. You should know that when you walk in, you grab the cart and you move. And they're like, literally, they're like looking. <coughs> they're, they start, I, I just saw, it was, they literally, they walked in and they went and stood in line at the cash register. <laughs> you haven't bought anything yet, lady. You haven't bought anything yet. So... I, Go to the other 97% of the store and pick something out and stand in line then. Like, it's, and again, it's, it's men, it's women. Usually they're older. I will say, usually they're older. They just, 100%, it's an older generation thing. And I know for a fact, like, I I remember like a woman was actually at the, the Shaw's in town and she like looked at me and I went like, (laughs) <laughs> this, is before, this is before COVID. Um, and she just opened up the freezer and pointed and she goes, oh, pardon, pardon. And I'm like, yes. And she, she's pointing in the freezer. And I'm like, she's like, can you get in there, please? And I was just like, um, do you need help? And she was just like, arroz, arroz, arroz. And I'm like, uh, and she, I, I come to find out, like, finally, like, I, I guess, like, the granddaughter or something came in and was like, like, what are you doing? And, like, grabbed <laughs> what they needed. And I was like, did she want me to grab the food for her? Like, <laughs> she wasn't old. She was, like, maybe, like, 40 or 50s or something. And I'm like, did she want me to get her food because she's too cold? Or did she not understand what the package read? I think Oro's is rice. I think that's rice. There's I'm no rice sure in rice. the freezer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what was going on. But... Like, it's not that I don't hate them, I just hate that they are in the situation they're in. Mm-hmm. Like, figure it out, please. And it's also, like, it's just, w- s- grocery stores exist in this kind of, like, fun little bubble where there there's certain types of stores in which they are places where you get in and you get out. Yes. We don't go to hang out in the grocery store. You pop your AirPods in, you walk in the front door, you get your shit done. And then you go to the self-checkout so you can talk to nobody while you're yeah. there. And then you leave. And it's, it's in in total, it should take you 20 minutes. 
there's always like a it's also it's, it's usually the older men that are and they just they walk with their like this and they're like and just walk the aisles just like oh okay where am i going they're like they're what's like, in this they're aisle like, they're, yeah they're, they're like, like i've never seen this before they're like sightseeing in the exterior yeah. aisle and i'm like old man get out of the way other really frustrating thing is living in the south and people, they hate all foreigners well yeah <laughs> they're just like always saying the n-word and i'm like can you stop that's not okay it's 2020 um and people like to ju- people will just talk to you they just they yeah. just will like walk up to you and be like how's your day and i'm like what i don't know you <laughs> i i have airpods in why are you talking to me oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Dumbest. incredibly frustrating like it's just i think we're, what we're getting at is we're getting at groups of people who just do not function within societal norms yeah and no, i would no, no. really appreciate it if you did yeah my number four is kind of similar it is people who don't understand how fast they need to move or like what they need to do. Exactly. Like, that's that's <clears throat> that for that person where they're like, they're yeah. Like whatever they're doing, it's, they're so slow and they don't need to be slow. Like there's not, they're in their own land. Like they're not on crutches. They're not in like a walker or anything. They're like, yeah, they're oblivious to everyone else. And like, they don't understand, like you need to go. Like the, get out of my way. This is especially frustrating in, starbucks because there are a couple employees of ours who just have no concept of like that we like we need to move at a quick pace yeah and so like there's one specific girl i'm thinking of who she's like kind on the bigger side and the starbucks like behind the counter there's not a whole lot of room you're working no clearance no so she'll saunter down the middle of it so that you can't get by her and like just take her sweet ass fucking time doing anything. And I am like behind her, like, ah, yeah. because it's so fucking annoying. Like just move faster. Oh, yeah. And or it's like, that's... I'm waiting on the food that you were preparing to give to a customer who is waiting at the window. That is the only thing they're waiting on. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah. You like, should be like jogging over. There's it. like no, there's no spatial awareness where it's like either she doesn't know how you know, much room she takes up or she's completely like, does not care that like people can't get by her. Just absolutely oblivious. Like that, like that is one of the biggest things in my head is like, literally I'll be anywhere. And I'll be like, do I, does the person have enough room to like get yeah. by? And yeah. It's the first thought that runs through my brain. Yeah. There's so it, many people and that it's like, don't. It's not even a thought anymore. It's like, I just operate that way at all times. Yeah. I'll go into my third one because it's the same thing. Old people on the sidewalk. It's the yep. exact same thing. Yep. Where they're like, oh, like, and then they're like, I've a couple times, uh, like tried to pass people and they give me dirty looks. Yeah. Look, and I'm like, I, like, I need to go somewhere. Yeah, I, I know, have things to do. I know you, you are an old person who has nothing to do, yeah. but I have things to do. You and Grandma Josephine need to get the fuck out of the way because I have a pizza I need to pick up <laughs> and I'm very hungry. Um, same, same thing. Like they just don't understand yeah. like that they're on the sidewalk. Um, your three. My number three is people who are on the phone and therefore are not able to speak to you whatsoever. This is very specific to Starbucks drive-throughs. Oh, if I say how's it going, respond to me. If you just look at me and go mm-hmm, or like point, like I don't give a shit that you're on the phone. Whoever you're on the phone with, wow. 
can fucking wait. I know. You're on the phone with someone, and you've decided to go into a Starbucks. Yeah. So you need to take responsibility to be a Starbucks customer right now. It, it could be the most important business meeting of all time. Guess what? There's a fucking mute button, dumbass. Yeah, Put exactly. yourself on mute and be like, hey, how's it going? And Do one of these. Coffee. Do one of these. Just like, okay. Just, But like be a normal human being. I just exactly. don't like – this is like a – I think it's like a bit of like an elitism kind of thing where it's like – I am so far above you, you lowly fucking Starbucks employee. That's how I feel. That I can't even talk to you. Yeah. I don't have the time for you. And, like, I just want to – I've considered – I hope no one listens to this that would actually – but, like, I've considered just dumping drinks in people's laps. Like – Yeah, like, accidentally, like, oh, sorry. I would love to just ruin your day. By just, like (sighs) – Like, I want you to be wearing, like, a Calvin Klein Armani suit – in your BMW, in your fucking Mercedes Benz, that's immaculate, and I want to dump a full caramel macchiato right <laughs> into your crotch. The the pink and purple unicorn oh, glass drink, just yes. purple and pink everywhere. Just fucking your your upholstery is gonna smell like fucking milk for months. <laughs> I love it. That's like uh, that's a great one. I need to do it someday. Yeah, I gotta work on it. Um, my number four, um, obnoxious 12 to 15 year old girls. Yep. Yep. Like, again, I would it's, just say 12 to 15 year olds in general. No, girls, is just, there's like a little bit, again, like they finally are getting a little bit of freedom. Like they're like preteen teenager and they think like they run the shit. Yeah. And I'm like, like they're loud. They yep. are, like I said, obnoxious. They are again, of those people, spatial awareness doesn't affect them. Like the, Honestly, any girl in the school I work in, they'll just run right into you. Guys will do the same, but it's like it's a guy. Yeah. Like you, girls, like at that moment, like your brain is developed. You should totally be aware. But like they'll also just be like, what? You ran into me. And I'm like, no, no. You just decided to do a somersault in the middle of the hallway and you bumped into me. Like, <laughs> I have been walking in a straight line with my head up. I'm not, I'm not watching the puck. I have my head up. Yeah. I should not get any blindside hits. Yeah, exactly. It, like, they will, like, uh, they love walking backwards. They love walking backwards, talking to people, and they'll just, and they will get hit. And sometimes they'll either turn around and be like, what's wrong with you? And like, no, you're the one running back, walking backwards. Or they'll just get hit and, like, t- like take it like a, a cheap shot from a linebacker. Be like, all right, like, on, I'm on a route right now, and I can't be bumped off my path. They'll just be like, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> they don't even know they got bumped. Like, are you fucking kidding me? They're just, just yeah, loud and world. Oh. Um, my number two is this is a funny one. People who don't understand how to use a credit card. Oh, you don't, obviously you definitely see it a lot more. But like the amount of times I have to explain to people what side the stripe goes on to swipe your fucking card is incredible. Like how many transactions do you do? I like a day. Like have you been outside before? Do you I live mean, in a rock? Have you had a credit card in the last 30 years? Yeah. Or like people will put in their chip and then just immediately pull it out. And I'm like, that's not fucking how that yeah, works. Yeah, you yeah. dumb bitch. Chips have been around it long enough where everyone should know how to. Chips have been around for the last like like seven years. They should so, know. Like, it leads me to believe that there are people who like go to like a grocery store and they'll just like put their right. chip in and yank it out. And then they'll be like, oh, doesn't work. And then they have to swipe it every time. Yeah. Those, there's definitely those people. And I'm like – 
just what are you doing? It says on the screen. It says on every screen. Put it in. Don't take it out. Do yeah. not remove. Do, don't they, remove it. And they're just like, bah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> I that did that. Um, but the other thing is like, there are people then that take it to the next level. They'll put their chip in and yank it out immediately, and then have no idea that they have to swipe it. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna have to swipe your card, ma'am. And she's like, I've already put back my wallet. And I'm like, you are insanely dumb. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate that. That's like, I can't even like. There's no. It's not arrogance. It's not elitism. It's nothing but just raw stupidity. Yeah. Just like, just like negligence. Yeah. It's like I'm not gonna learn the rules. No. Like the credit cards have been around forever. I just don't feel like learning how no. a credit card works. The other, this is like a different person, but the same person is the person <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, that's gonna be four eighty six, and they hand you five dollars, and they're like, keep the change, and I'm like, thank you for fourteen cents, you fucking cheap fuck. Yeah. Like wow. And I, I hope just take all the change and drop it on the floor. I hope you go home and jerk off to your generosity today, sir. <laughs> I hope you feel proud of yourself. <laughs> oh, God. All right, my last one. Um, teens who blasted music out of their backpacks on the train. Oh. I know you don't baby. have public transport. No, you don't have public transportation there, but you've been in Boston. Oh, baby. They just, they just get on the fucking orange line, and they just look at you, and they just crank it up. <laughs> They, they just crack it out. their pocket and they hit the up. No, you, it's like they have a speaker like somewhere in their backpack and they yeah. create and they're like, uh, uh, look at that fucking look at my backpack. And then they're like, oh, like and everyone else is just like staring at them. And everyone on the rest on the train is just like, we hate you. Yeah. Like we like, would gladly if it came down to it and something happened, you would be dead first. There's and say like any of us in like one of our friends, we're a group of us are going into Boston. One of us gets on the train and turns that shit up. I would be like, turn that shit off. I stop that. Doesn't Whether matter if I, stop it. If doesn't matter if I'm me now or I'm me when I'm like 15 on the train. I would be 15 year old Jackson just being like, can you not fucking do that? Yeah, stop like, that. Like, please, like, this is, like, we don't need to listen to music right now. Obey societal norms. I will say, however, I think there's a caveat to this, that it specifically only applies to enclosed spaces. Yeah, yeah. Because if yeah. you, like, for example, if we were, like, at UMass, like, walking to a party, and somebody, like, had a, a speaker in their backpack, I wouldn't be like, hey, fucking stop Maybe if I was drunk, I'd be fine with it. But yeah. like, if I was sober, like I, I thought of it too. Like I'm, um, like walking through campus, and it, like I can hear like who's playing music right now, and then a guy gets closer, and I can hear it louder and louder. And he's like, it's like he's not even playing music. He's just yeah. like, and I'm like, dude, like what? Just hard? buy headphones. Like yeah, I don't exactly. get. It. Nobody or likes like, your music that much. Like anywhere, like a, like a Newburyport. Like yeah, yep. like you just you're just like. Dude, like yeah, so I, I think oh. it has to be very specific situations in which you are in like a party mood. More times because, than not, I don't want people to play yeah, music. No, just yeah, I think we could just settle on as a general rule, keep your music in your ears. Yeah. For Unless me. you're in a car, keep it in your ears. Yeah. If you're in a car, no rules, but the rest of the time, fucking shut up. All right, your last one. My number one, terrible fucking drivers. God yeah. damn it. Nobody knows how to drive down here. They're all a bunch of mouth-breathing inbreds who <laughs> did from not... From Arkansas. From Louisiana. Fun fact, you don't have to go to driving school here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
bunch of fucking people who never oh. actually learned how to drive. <laughs> that is the way you set that up is very impressive. Just like people that are bad fucking drivers. Fun fact in Tennessee, don't need to learn how to drive. <laughs> You're just like, I'm like, swimming in it. Here's a license. Go do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Want a gun? Here you go. <laughs> Want a gun? You can have one of those too. <laughs> no, dude, it's home. absolutely oh God. brutal. And like, the like additionally it's like to go back to the ideas of like societal norms like there are ways you drive like there are things you do while you're driving that's just sort of like an unspoken rule i feel like it's even less than like blinkers or anything it's just like like how the one i hate the most how people four-way intersection all stop signs there was one in amherst like people will just zip through stop signs yeah. like like it's it's that car's turn and yeah. that person is the second car they'll just two cars will go through the stop sign. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Um, the other one that is a little more of like a city thing, but it's like, there's an intersection that I always have to drive through where it is, it's like a major four-way intersection. There's one lane that's left turn only. There's two lanes that are straight, yeah. but you can take a right on red. So the right, like the most right lane is also like technically a right turn lane. And it blows my mind that people who are going straight will just sit in the right-hand lane and hold up all the people who. Oh yeah, right yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Hold and I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. Absolutely. I don't know Absolutely. what is happening. No, it's just and like people, all past people doing 45 on the highway. <laughs> like, it the sign says 70. Go fucking faster. You can I do don't 70 understand. Too, Jesus. In some places it depends. Yeah, I have, I play this fun game where. I, to get to work, I get onto the highway and I am the last exit before I merge onto a new interstate. And yeah. so I like to play this fun game where I try to see how fast I can go before I have to take. And my current, my current record is 93. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's fun. So I was just like, in, there's never cops anywhere here. Yeah. Um, like I was they, just in a situation where trap. I needed to go um, south on route one to then go north on route one because That's like one. We love where that. my egg where my exit was like w where i like i live i needed to get to the other side of route one there's no other way unless you go south and then loop back around to go north i tried to get over quickly just a, like the hype b stations just walking like i couldn't get by i had to go around two other times yep. basically i took three laps around less than a, mi a half mile radius on route one just one i just because like the people weren't letting me over it's like yeah. hey i need like give me a break here yeah. like it was horrible the one thing i will say about driving down here though is that learning how to drive in our area of massachusetts lends itself very well to driving other places because if you drive aggressively the people who don't know how to actually drive will just let you do whatever you want. Yeah, they get. A, I can tell they could, they could definitely get like a little scared and be like. Everyone oh. else is a very defensive driver, and if you just drive offensively, and like you make the moves, then you're good to go. Yeah. The other thing is, so this girl that works at Starbucks lives like we take the same route home, and we yeah. always close together, and we just race each other home. <laughs> it's just no rules. A little dangerous. One hundred percent. I'm waiting for that speeding ticket, but we'll see when that happens. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. But yikes! 
you got honorable mentions. I have one. Yes. Uh, you can tell your one because I'm making myself a latte right now. Ooh. My honorable mention is people who want to talk to you too much or people who don't want to talk to you at all. Yeah. And that's specifically within the confines of Starbucks. Like we have entered into an agreement that we are going to make small talk at this drive-through window. And like, then we'll just move on with our day. So like, sometimes I'll be like, how's your day going? Like you guys having a good day so far? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, Uh, I'm just, gonna go fuck myself yeah i would be like all right like he doesn't want to talk like i get it because i'm totally like that like i've that's happened before where i was probably in a bad mood at mcdonald's or something and they're like hey how's how are you today and i'm like good can i get a number four and they're like yeah and then i get to the window they're like are you having it like how are you and i'm like good like just give me the mcdonald's yeah no i get that but i think too much i guess can't stand more specifically it's people who like will tell you how their day is going and then just have no idea that they should ask you how your day is going. Yeah. They'll, they'll tell you like two sentences about their day and then they'll just like stop talking and you're like, okay, is that's the end. Okay, cool. Or Um, the people who just won't shut the fuck up. And you're like, that's the biggest thing. Like I can't stand people that like, like, Hey, get a clue. You're holding up the line. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And you can definitely tell by the look on my face. I don't want to talk to you. Yep. Nope. There are like certain people, like we definitely have regulars that like I chat with and I will gladly hold up the line to chat with these people. But like, yeah, I mean, it's the same at like a I bar. Don't, like I don't like, know. I'm you, not going to so. someone that I know very well at the bar. I'm going to go right up to them and be like, Hey, what's going on, man? I want to work for my tip. Like I like, like the return ones are the ones who are gonna like tip you out and everything. And if I don't know you, I'm not gonna be sprinting over to you. So, um, I have my honorable mentions. Um, people that like it came up um, when you were talking about Starbucks. People that stand too close behind me yes. in line, yes. like they're like right up my ass, and I will make a point to turn around, look at them, and then stay take a step forward and like mm-hmm. let them know like, hey, bud, a little too close. Let's Back the fuck up, bud. Yeah. Um, I also have people, um, basically the ages from 55 to 70 that just stare. They'll yep. just stare right at me, and I'm like, "Is it something I'm wearing? Is it? <laughs> do I look gross? Is there something hanging from my nose? Are you looking at me? Are you looking at my girlfriend? Like, I w- I took a run yesterday, um, and it was really really nice out in Massachusetts. Like, hot. I got yeah. like fucking like overheated when I was on a run. I and I'm like I'm I've been jogging in like a cemetery that's right by my house, which is like super nice. Like I think that's hilarious. Also, gra- like it's really really nice looking. Like it's just like a nice place to go for a run. Took my shirt off. I'm running. It, it, the I idea it. of you running shirtless through a cemetery, just being like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. and somebody's like coming to like, place flowers on people someone's were, <laughs> People were, they looked like they were more, like they had never seen a human being before. They're like, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not that bad. And then I get on the road and I'm still getting stared at. And I look across the street, there's another shirtless dude running and they're still staring at me. And yeah. I'm like, I mean, maybe it was like my tattoo or something they were trying to read because my tattoo is fucking weird. But oh, like, bud, I get that. Oh, yeah, you do open I would up say, a can of worms, bud. People who say 
really stupid comments about my tattoo. That's probably, that should have been your number one. That should have been my number one. I fucked up on that one. I didn't even think about it. I did not realize the, the contract that I was signing when I got a large visible tattoo that everyone would just say something about it. Yeah. Like, no, I feel like I'm that's fine a- with the people that are like, hey, I really like your tattoo or the people that have tattoos and are like, hey, that's really nice. Where did you get it? But the people who just like come up and they're like, why did you get that? Are you are you a hunter? Like, fuck I'm like, you. I will kill you. You should be you deserve to be murdered. Yeah, that's the shitty. Um, another one I have. This is a funny one. Family guy quoters. I don't like family guy. Like, I don't know. It's, it's fine. I get it. it but it's, it's like fine. there are people that are obsessed with family guy and who will like pull out quotes all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, if you don't like Seinfeld, you're not or the office. You're not going to like me because I do yeah. a lot of those quotes. I think family guy is the lowest form of comedy. Yeah. Like it's I like pee pee and poo poo humor. But that one, it's just like weird cheap shots at people. Yeah. And there are people that will, I don't even like, I don't even know like a family guy quote. Like they'll be like, oh, Peter. Like they'll just say that shit randomly. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I will say, I think there's a certain amount of hatred I have for anyone who like goes out of their way to memorize quotes from shows. Like not people who watch the show so much that they just like can rattle off quotes. But people who are like, I watched the seventh season of Letterkenny, and I'm now going to feed you quotes from Or it. they just go on YouTube. They don't watch the show. They go on YouTube and just be like, best, yeah, Letterkenny quotes. Mm-hmm. And they'll just, just like, hey, off. fuck you. Yeah. I don't care. Um, I have people that um, just, people that just get too drunk. I just, I don't, like, yeah. it's, it just makes stop. me feel really weird. They get, like, creepy, and obviously. Um, my last one. Um, Learn Kevin, how to handle your booze. Kevin Turbin. Kevin Turbin. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I Ben living with Kevin Turbin is going to be such a mess. They're 15 minutes away from me. I would. I, I think I'd actually, and like, with all intents of being mean to Kevin, but also understanding that I think he understands how annoying he is, I would rather kill myself than live with Kevin Turbin. Yeah. Like, because Reno... Reno would just, like, kind of leave us alone for the most part. Like, Reno wouldn't put up much of a fight when we, like, made fun of him. Yeah. Turbin does. Yeah. Turbin will put up a stink. And he will just actively, Turbin will take like, his ball and go home. Like, like, me and Ben were talking the other day. Like, Turbin is the kind of person that, like, you would be like, okay, we've drank, like, every weekend in a row. Like, let's just take a weekend where we, like, just have some beers and, like, chill out. And he'd be like, mad. no, bro, no, we got to drink. Four o'clock Friday, we're drinking. And it's like, nah, and then, maybe and I then, just want to get stoned and not really do anything. And then he gets too drunk and passes up before his own Zoom meeting. And yep. <laughs> we love you, Kevin. Um, yeah, no. Um, Kevin's a great human to not live with. I enjoy spending time with him. And I, I enjoy in, playing Xbox with him. In measured chunks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, um, on that note, as we bash one of our friends, mm-hmm. um, Stone podcast comes to a close, um, next week we'll have another video to play each other. 
Um, I said that weird. Um, yep. <laughs> that was <laughs> late, late each other. Um, another top five list. Hopefully, uh, this Friday more music news comes out. Do we know anything that's on the horizon? I I would just appreciate anything coming out at this point. Like I feel like it's been very dry. Maybe I'll get uh, Animal Crossing and I'll update you all on my island. We're gonna yeah. We're we might have to start improvising music like somehow talking about music because yeah we, maybe we can switch up doing top 10 lists or top five lists and like come up with some sort of um maybe we could start doing like firm top bit. fives of artists and then doing like these kind of top fives where it's just like a little bit more like funny yeah exactly because i i do think that this whole quarantine thing is really putting a damper on a lot of music um obviously concerts aren't happening so it's kind of like hope we would think people are getting in the studio but yeah it's i guess it's more difficult for other people yeah but or it's just like they i don't i don't understand why like all artists especially in the rap genre you should just be firing out i know more shit right now and there's like, not i don't understand like like I know, like, Future, Young Thug, Lil Wayne, all these people have, like, hard drives upon hard drives of just unreleased music. Fucking put it out, you dumb fucks. We're all going to listen to it. We have nothing better to do. Exactly. Put it out. Like, Me and Duncan will talk about it or, and give our shitty opinions. And then ten people will listen to our podcast and we'll just move on with our lives. Yeah. But, yeah. Dire times. Yeah. I can't well, wait to go to work. I'm so excited. I know I got, I got vaguely stoned, so it's going to be, we're going to be, we're going to have a fun day at work. I have a five hour shift. I'm going to try to do as little as possible. Five hour shift. That's nothing. Yeah. But it's day seven out of seven. I've, I've worked seven straight closes. Oh, baby. Well, um, good luck at work to the listeners. Uh, thoughts and prayers to our Lord and savior, Kanye West. Um, keep it sleazy, and I'm out. Peace out, you cool cats and kittens. Cats and kittens. Heavy G, why is there no just what's breaking? Told my story, got it clear by your daddy. FBG, YSL, what's hanging in? Richard Mill, all this shit, nigga, what's hanging in? Number 10, Ben Dunn, about what's hanging in? D4L, start a man, say what's hanging in? Boy, home, you know they shice the shit. What's hanging in? Go inside, you better back in. Oh, my right wrist, a Ferrari. For a breed American, she call me Poppy. Roll, roll, Hellcat, give it to the ghost. On that Earl Mountain Grove. Shoot it off the spoon. Seen a prom queen smoke crap when I was little. Me and Nolan can, like I sell drugs. Gave my bitch a hundred racks. Back on sealed up. Back on sealed up. The BG, why I said no just was breaking again.